You are listening to a pleasure podcast. For more from our sex podcast collective, visit pleasurepodcasts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. Laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ladies and gentle fucks, it is my birthday. Mm-hmm. So not technically, but technically. Today, Monday the 27th, is my birthday. I'm not recording on the 27th, but I'm there in spirit. I'm here with you now. And I want to tell you that you're going to be a part of my birthday blowout candle wish. You have no idea how much it means to me that you listen And some of y'all show up every week and it just makes my heart explode. I love doing this more than I can articulate. Just know that I take so much joy and pride in it and want it to just continue to evolve to be such an amazing brand. I'm really dreaming big with this one and I feel to my core that 32, dude, this is gonna be an epic, fucking amazingly epic year. I am in the receptive mode, baby. To all my fellow Libras and my fellow birthday goddesses that we share the same day of birth, I know a couple of you. Hey, Allison. Hey, Alexis. It's our day, baby. Happy fucking birthday. And guys, to you all, to the Horny family, if you haven't already, subscribe and follow if you're on Spotify. The Spotify people, I love you too. You can leave a review if you're an iTunes listener. That helps me so much and I appreciate it so much. Hope everybody has a kick-ass week. Let's get into the episode. First things first, I want to talk about flowers and blowjobs. I saw a meme the other day that was like, We'll suck your dick as much as you give us flowers. And like I've escalated that meme, but that was essentially the point. And I was like, too fucking Shay, because I want to know, ladies and men, there's there's a point for you, a big point to write home. I, wherever you are, if you're not at home, go home with some fucking flowers. Seriously. I am dead serious. I know flowers fucking die. Okay, I know they die. I know they're short-lived. And when I was... 20, I would have been like, oh, fuck flowers. I don't even care about flowers. Like, I don't need that. Now I'm like, I need that, okay? I need, I need that, okay? I need validation at any point that I can get it or get it because she's not getting it. 
as much as she wants. I'm just, I'm just being fucking honest. And I think a lot of women can relate. I have so much to talk to you about, about my latest TikTok that, yeah, mm-hmm, it did very well on the engagement and the comments were holy shitballs. They were just, we have to talk about it. We fucking have to talk about it. But first, we're talking about flowers. And I just think that if you were married, if you're in the shit, it's just a great way to be like, hey, I fucking thought of you. And today I wanted to come home and show you a little token that here, look, baby, I like you. Here's a treat, mm, like a fucking dog. And then maybe we won't hate you while you're taking your 45 minute shit post work while we're cooking a fucking meal for you, you know? I just think it's a nice little touch. We can stare at the flowers that will die in 72 hours, maybe more, give or take, and we'll smile, okay? That's just me. That's just me. And the part about the blowjobs, <laughs> I know my husband's dick is in my mouth more than I'm getting flowers, so best believe I fucking sent that meme to him passive-aggressively. And I'll, and I'll tell you, speaking of passive-aggressive, we're just gonna go anywhere I fucking feel like today. Speaking of passive-aggressive, if you're passive-aggressive, I just want to let you know that 9 out of 10 times, I'm not catching on unless you're actively, actively in my life. Like, there are people, like being a stepmom, there's people you have to deal with in your life that you probably wouldn't pick to deal with if you were just picking, right, for the people in your life. This is a circumstance like family. There's family there's family dysfunction, right? People in your family that you're like, mm, not my favorite person, not in my immediate family. I'm not talking about like, I hate one of the children. I'm just saying in a large family way, whether it's a kooky uncle, a baby mama, a weird aunt, a grandparent, your own fucking parent. You know what I mean? There's something, maybe someone rubs you the wrong way. I don't know. Or they're passive. Oh, growing up, we had like family emails going like a passive aggressive email chain where people were basically talking shit to one another and then like adding a Bible verse at the end. And, and it's okay. Like, I'll pray for you. I'll pray. It, it's, it was fucked up. My grandmother, rest in peace, she's passed on to the other side. So I, I guess I can say it. Uh, had me write an email to my uncle who my uncle is homosexual and he's the coolest uncle that I have. My favorite uncle, actually. And like wrote a letter basically saying he was going to go to hell. So I was seven. Mm -hmm. That's some a little dysfunctional story to share with you. Truth be told, I'm just not a fan of passive aggressive people. I uh, tr normally just say it or I, I can't fake not in liking where I'm at or who I'm with, that kind of stuff. So I mean, I can to a point, okay? Like, I have a child, I'm a mom, I'm a wife. You know, I've learned, I've evolved. She's been conditioned. Sometimes you gotta play the game. These passive-aggressive moms, man, they drive me nuts. They drive me fucking nuts. We don't have to like everybody, right? We don't have to like it. I've talked about my Karen neighbor before down the street. Poor, I feel bad for Karen now because I've talked so much shit about her on here, but I highly doubt she has anything nice to say about me. She just randomly never talked to me and just treated me completely differently one day, and clearly I am triggered by that. Without diving deep, let's just say, let me just make it very clear, I know she doesn't like me. It's 100%, we could take a poll and they'd be like, yeah, I don't think she likes her, you know, that kind of vibe. 
But when I come outside, because I fucking, you know, exist and enjoy my neighborhood and I have to see her, it's, you don't have to talk to me. You don't have to fake it with me. We don't have to wave at each other. I don't need to talk to you. You know what I mean? And it feels like you have to because your kids are playing. But really, I'm I'm fine sitting on the fucking street staring at my phone because at least that I'm interested in. Okay, let's be positive now. Enough is enough. Today we have a lot of answering to do. I have a lot of soothing to do, a lot of Jordy's words of wisdom to give to the horny family. I've got some confess and request submissions we can talk about, and then we will dive on deep to the sad, pathetic comments about people's dry sex life and or the complete opposite. Men and women deal with it. Mostly men commented, but we're going to talk about that too. But first, two little bitty quick listener questions under the confess and request anonymously submitted questions. I don't even know if that was a fucking sentence I just said. Number one, how do you make your moan sound cute? How do you moan? Well, that was nice. Um, Is she saying my moan sounded cute? The reason I'm asking that is because... I did my first audio erotica and I like did the moan in the background. Did you appreciate that editing? <laughs> if you didn't know, you know now that I am going to read part two at the end of this episode. So laugh, giggle, enjoy. If you aren't into it, then you can leave around the 35 minute mark. And if you want to hear it and stay, uh, I highly suggest to do so. But in regards to your question, the moan. Okay, well... That was like my stage moan or just like a, uh, like a, you know, something popping out of me being silly. And I think I'm able to do that because I'm just not giving a fuck. I think confidence is what we're looking for here. And truthfully, let's peel back the layers of it and get a little deeper with it. A guy's going to think your moan is hot. Like it's all sounds fine and dandy. They're probably not going to be thinking about it. It's just going to be hot sex where you were the perfect amount of vocal. If you're just making the noises you make when something feels really awesome. Now, if you're trying to put on a goddamn performance, like think about that too. Why do you need to do that? You know what I mean? And I understand especially when I was younger, like really wanting to give it, you know, really give it. But if the passion is there, like it'll, it'll be given. You know what I'm saying? And those sounds, okay, so if you're shy, those sounds you hear in your head or you're feeling in your head, let it out, girlfriend. Sing, sing it out. I'm assuming this is a female that asked me this question and I have no idea. Now, if this was a guy, I'm assuming he's just being perverted and trying to compliment my moan. I don't know. But yeah. Now, to be like more directional and give you some instructions, I will tell you this. I have a deep voice, as you can tell, a nasally deep voice. And so you do, I you want to go up, you know, like, oh, oh yeah. You know, I don't want to do that. Mm-hmm, that really wasn't cute little manly, a little Lou Ann from Housewives in New York. Sounds like I smoked a fucking pack of cigarettes. Maybe smoke a little weed. Um, but vape pen, correction, vape pen. And a vape pen, shitting a vape pen is like putting on chapstick these days. It used to be like, oh my gosh, should we smoke weed in the parking lot in the car before we go into the store? And now it's like, just hit the pin in the bread aisle where no one's at right now and no one will see. 
you know, go into the bathroom, blow it in the toilet flush. You get desperate when little Johnny won't shut the fuck up in the cart and he's grabbing everything off the things and I have to pee, I have to poop. You go in there, you're like, Johnny, get the fuck back in the cart. You go in the stall and you hit that pin and whoo okay, back to grocery shopping. And I don't want anyone to come for me because you know what? There are plenty of little housewives popping fucking pills, okay, just to stay fucking in line and not be unhinged. So kiss my ass if you're going to judge me for my little vape pen. And in our household, FYI, because you're like, you have children, it's called a CBD pen. And that's the name. That's always been the name. No one knows it, but anything else as the CBD pen. So I'm even keeping the facade. I know one day they're going to be like, my mom was a lying bitch. In my defense, that's not really a lie. There's just more THC than there is CBD. Just be thankful your mom's not hitting the bottle, okay? So talk to me when you have kids, okay? Love you. If anyone's feeling traumatized right now, I just want to remind you that this is a comedy podcast. So giggle, giggle. Don't get your panties in a twist. Okay, moving on. Next question. How many inches was the largest penis you've seen in real life? I'm going to be Judgy Judy again and guess this was a male that asked me this. The largest penis in inches. God, way to get specific. I'm holding my hands out right now and I'm like doing the like a measuring, you know? So I'm gonna assume nine inches, right? Like if it was bigger, I'd be like, wow, I took a 10 inch cock. Um, I don't know, I think nine, hard, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've never, confession, I've never slept with a black guy. I always hear they have big, huge dicks. And then I also hear the other side of black guys saying that they hate that stereotype. They're like, quit saying that all black guys have huge dicks, which I'm assuming that that means he is a black man with a smaller penis (laughs) because you would think that he'd be like, it's true, you know what I mean? I don't know. And if one person says that was racist, I'm going to throw the fuck up. Because no, it fucking wasn't. I was basically complimenting, saying that there's a delicious stigma that you have delicious cocks. So, or large, very large ones. There is such thing as too big, but there's also such thing as too fucking small. I just wonder why this question was asked. Is this to be like, how big of a dick has she taken? You know, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why that would make anyone feel some type of way. Speaking of like weird things that guys ask or like do, because they do things that sometimes us women are just staring disbelief. And I know men that you do the same thing to us. Like, what the hell are you doing? My husband, I want to know so badly if other women's husbands do this and this isn't like dinner conversation or like double date convo this is like maybe we had a bunch of tequila and now we're telling embarrassing stories maybe we all ate an edible I don't know but when I this is TMI this is some so fucking TMI but when I I can't believe I'm telling this when I take my pants off sometimes I'm like you know there's a little dollop of daisy on the undies you know okay that happens let's be mature about it okay all the girls can relate like when you're ovulating whatever okay your vagina is its own world sometimes my husband will always point it out he'll be like oh look at your panties (laughs) 
<laughs> Thank you. Okay. I see it. Mm-hmm. You don't think I haven't seen it all fucking day? Why? Why do you need to point that out? Oh, uh, okay. Let me just go run and spray some shout on it. Like, what the fuck do you want me to do? Sometimes it's just like in a little boy way, like <laughs> you're being a teaser stuff in your brain. I'm like, do you want to sniff it? Do you want to lick it? I know for a fact I could bag those up and fucking sell them on Reddit right now. So, is it a maturity thing? Like, what is it? The guy's just, you know, it's something different. I mean, I don't look at your skin marks and your boxer briefs. My husband does not leave skin marks. My husband is a very clean person in that department. But, uh, no, I've dated guys that I saw skid marks on their underwear and I was disgusted, naturally, of course. And I know, I know, that's different than pussy fluid or whatever you want to call it, discharge. It could be a plethora of things. Moving forward, guys, we have entered, we have officially entered Libra season. And if you don't know, I'm going to tell you right now, tell you again, if you know, that I am... In fact, a Libra, a Libra sun, Virgo moon, Scorpio rising, she is. And I'll, I'll be totally honest, there have been, I'm not, I think I get excited for my birthday, uh, like two months before, like really pumped, like six months before really pumped. And then my birthday comes around, and I'm like, oh my God, like it, my birthday is tomorrow. You know what I mean? It's not, it's the 27th, but I... My favorite birthday, my favorite year I've lived thus far was 27. 27 was a really, really awesome, fun fucking year. I'm about to start getting emotional, I swear to God. Um, but this this year coming 32, I swear to God, I feel in my soul, fucking souls, that it's going to be an epic epic, amazing year. So people are like, <laughs> I did. I just knocked on wood. If you're a fellow Libra, you know, this is going to be a time for us to feel the balance where our love life is going to just be mm, chef's fucking kiss. If you're not a Libra, the Libra vibe, the Libra, or I should say Libra's intent for harmony relationships, all things will be there. So I love Leo season, Virgo season. I'm a little emotional. I kind of want to be like Kathy Hilton and live my life according to the moon, but I'm reading about it and just, I'm not fully there yet. Interesting. Sounds very interesting, but I, I need some more knowledge. I need some more knowledge. Speaking of living my life, I love doing this so much and hosting this podcast, and I am now in my 30s, and my child's about to go to school, and it's like, okay, who the fuck is Jordan? And through this podcast, I have, I didn't make this decision super lightly to do it. It was like something that I had thought about and thought about, didn't do it, didn't do it, because I was fear, totally wrapped in fear, and then fucking did it and loved every fucking second of it, even when it sucked. Because in the beginning, like everything has been a learning curve, everything. And 
I've really enjoyed the experience. I've enjoyed doing something for me. I've enjoyed feeling passionate where I put so many hours into doing this and editing it and going on every platform and distributing it and self-promoing myself because wow, I've got to start somewhere, right? And the feedback, the feedback from y'all is so awesome and so nice and keeps me motivated and keeps me so fucking happy and just wanting to create more. So leaving five stars and leaving a review helps me so much. Subscribing, following, it means so much. It helps so much. And I'm so fucking grateful for each and every one of you. I am making out with you through the through the mic. Okay, so now we're going to get to the to the funny stuff because I just got real emo there. So I posted a TikTok and it's like the audio is the Michael Scott from The Office saying, I understand nothing. And the caption I put like on the actual TikTok, not just the caption, like the words on the fucking TikTok, when I'm lip syncing it. It says, when married people tell me they haven't had sex in years. If you're fucking listening to the podcast, I bet you fucking found me through TikTok. Most people do. Uh, Or they know me or my friends or Instagram, whatever. But a lot of you from fucking TikTok. So, hey. Uh, But the comments on here, wow. Wow. Okay, there was 238 comments. And boy, did this take me down so many paths. And I dived deep into the dead bedroom subreddit and boom 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 dude dude there will be i'm telling you right now starting next week we will have a segment a little mm, a little segment that's coming in it might not be every week but it will be a reoccurring theme where we will talk about stories on the dead bedrooms reddit it is a roller coaster of emotions it's dysfunctional it's sad It's a train wreck that I can't turn away from. And I think pessimist at its finest, I'm like not reading, going off of memory, commented on one of my reels and said, have you seen this subreddit? I hadn't. I looked. I'm addicted. I'm hooked. So the TikTok comments, most of them were men. I don't know. I should actually look. There was a lot of women. There was a lot of women, but it was mostly men complaining about that situation with their woman, or it was one of the spouses saying how their marriage is not that at all, that they've been married X amount of time and they do it five times a week, two to three times a week with two young kids, like the total opposite or affirming like, hell no, I wouldn't do that. I don't understand that either. But a lot of comments were some dead bedroom members. And I just have to fucking read you them. If they're commenting on commenting them on the fucking internet, then I can read them here to a smaller audience. Someone put truth is sexist for people who can still procreate. Boo. When um I added the boo. When a woman is done, she's done. Don't let Madison Avenue guilt her into having sex forever. From Lorny, nineteen sixty-four. You know what, Lorny? You know what, Lorny? You sound like a bad time. You do. You sound like a bad time. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, which for people who can still, I get it, and I responded to this in a video I did. I get the whole like primally, instinctually, as a 
species like men are there to spread their seed and like monogamy isn't natural because the animal kingdom doesn't do it like that and women are made to breed and have babies and then when we're done and we hit menopause like we're fucked and yeah you know what I had someone comment that was like, just wait till menopause. And you know what? I'm not looking forward to it. But I'm here now and I'm going to enjoy my high libido. I'm not going to feel ashamed for it. I'm not going to try to suppress it. I fucking already have to. I mean, to be completely honest. And that's another point is the men, there are some women that were like, there was a woman saying she's getting divorced for this reason because her man isn't meeting her needs. She tried. She communicated. It's not working out for them. So we need to normalize. And you'll see in those the, the Reddit, which you can go fucking have an explore if you want, that so many of them are women saying how lonely they are. It's, it's, it's sad. It's sad. Because when you see it like being said so many different ways over and over and over, and you see just the the demise of the relation, just the things they say, and then all the comments. You have to wonder, like, these people are sitting on there, just pouring their little hearts out. It's one of those things where you're cringing, but you can't look away, but you're like, God, they got on the computer and they typed all this. You know, it was just, it's a lot. One person put, do you mean with each other? Like, and I laughed because, yeah, because if people aren't fucking for years, if you haven't, I wanted to make the caption when people haven't, I don't understand people that haven't had sex for weeks or months. And I was like, I know that people are going to be like, you don't like you're, you have no idea what you're talking about. And I have a child and a stepson and life and an inconsistent. And uh, I mean, I guess it'd be depends on who you're asking. It's pretty consistent, actually. But it is not as much as I, I would like to have it every fucking day if I got to choose. That isn't realistic for us. And there's nothing wrong with fucking saying that. And I think there's a stigma in the world that makes you feel like you need to say that you do it all the fucking time. And if not, something's wrong with you. But if you aren't, if it's not healthy, if it's not cared for, if it's not something there's open communication about, if people's needs are not being met, then there's a problem. You see what I'm saying? Kind of like how they say, if you fight too much, it's a problem, obviously, right? But even if you don't fight at all, the couple that never fights... That's, that isn't healthy either. So, I mean, I'm sure there's such thing as having too much sex, but that doesn't apply to us as married people because, I mean, not to segregate anyone away who's divorced or single or not married, but if you're married, like I'm psychically hitting you with a beat with my laser eyes right now through the microphone, you fucking know, like monogamy in years and we're coming up on year seven actually having kids I mean things there are factors that make it where you have to be intentional or or you're fucked truly that's just my experience and believe me when I see like little Betty Boop and her little country white dress little house on the fucking prairie with her farmer husband who is like a millionaire but somehow it just like mows the like tractor or whatever and comes in and they have like their four boys and their one girl and her body's perfect and she must have fucking two nannies on call because there's no way she's pulling this off and then her her, her and her husband are handsy and loving like I'm not buying it a 
I'm not even fucking buying it. And am I like totally triggered and like, how does she pull that off? Yes. But I'm going to just say let's, there is definitely, definitely more to the story. (laughs) Rachel Hollis got fucking divorced. Okay. I think she capitalized off of like having good relationships and then capitalized off of getting divorced. So (laughs) live, laugh, love. Someone commented, you have to truly schedule it and make it a priority. I think that applies to some. Not everything I say applies to you. I mean, everyone's circumstances, seasons, that's the thing. It's seasons. Seasons are inevitable. How you go about them is dependent on how, what kind of couple you are, how good your communication is, etc. Someone wrote, it's been a few presidential terms at least. Yep, that's how marriage is in my experience. Count for me would be 0.3 if I had to guess. That was that was sad. Yeah, that was sad. Here, I got a sadder one. Uh, I got a sadder one. I have one that's more sad, more depressing. Nothing for 10 years. And mm, that's sad. And I, is that real? The, their profile username is no one cares 1987. So if my husband was born in 85 and this person was born in 87, I'm just going to be that girl and think it's their birth year, then maybe it's their kids. I don't know. But then they would be like 34, right? I'm really bad at math, but I'm thinking, right, they'd be two years younger. Okay, I was doing like detective work, but who knows? I don't know how fucking old this person is, but I have so many questions now because 10 years is a long fucking time and why, you know? And I know the first thing people are going to say is kids, because usually if there's not kids then people like don't have something like an obligation that will keep you embedded to that person because their fucking DNA is, you know, walking on the earth as well. <laughs> and I totes think you should go all the fucking way to figure it out. Sex therapy, like, like really break down some fucking walls and figure this shit out because you have so much incentive, aka your fucking spawns that are walking around uh, or crawling or whatever, the baby. But if you can't, like if you try all the things and are intentional and it is just fucked, okay? And you're just going to be so fucking miserable. At what cost? I mean, what what are you really doing for your kid at that point? Seriously, you're actually probably setting them up for failure, failure in their future relationships. That's really harsh. But it's definitely not sending the right message. What advice would you give your best friend? What advice would you give your child in that situation as an adult? Take that advice. Easier said than done. I can't do that. I'm too big of a pussy to take a lot of the advice that I give in many, many subjects. So fuck me. But yeah, I just think that's probably uh, probably something worth thinking about if you are in that situation. If you're living that long with someone and you're not like basically having a platonic relationship, you probably would make fan fucking tastic. Sorry, just roboted there. Fan fucking tastic co-parents, you know. But if and if someone's like really fucking wanting it and the other person's getting rejected, it it changes you. It chips away at you. You will get resentful. You will feel insecure. You will feel. I know this from experience, and I've been on both sides. I mean, I'm pretty sure we've all been on the both sides of rejection, or felt rejected in some form or fashion. It doesn't feel good, and a lot of the times, it's not even about you. It's about the other person. But sometimes it's about you. For instance, someone on the TikTok, someone wrote, 
on the TikTok. I sound so old. Someone commented, and I'm trying to find it, saying like all these men commenting, but they don't even realize like what they do to make us not want to. And I think someone got kind of salty with her, some fuckhead. Uh, but I had her back for sure. Ooh, look at me getting involved in the drums. Uh, I always comment because it increases my engagement. So some people are like, wow, she comments back on every single fucking comment. Yeah, well, that just feeds the algorithm. So shut the fuck up. Maybe you should try it. Okay, I found it. Love all the comments here saying leave her without asking what he's doing to contribute to the lack of sex. Someone responded a salty shit thing and then deleted it. And then he put, I deleted my comment like a fucking troll where they say something and then feel bad about it later because they have no fucking life. Okay, I deleted my comment because it felt a little out of control. But like I said, it's not always the guy's fault. Some of us work hard at home and work. This is true. This is true. No one needs to get their panties in a twist, Ross. Okay, guys, it can't be. I know I've defended you, and I've defended you, and I've defended you because I feel for you. I really do, and I felt like you, but I, as a woman, I also definitely, definitely identify and relate to feeling misunderstood, not feeling seen, not feeling heard, and when I mean seen, like, do, do you see me, like... Like inside my fucking soul telling you what the fuck I need. Like, do you get what I'm trying to say to you? And then if it totally misses the mark, ugh, God, that just like breeds resentment. You gotta try to understand their point of view, even if you fucking can't, if that makes sense. Because in one of my episodes, we talked about it. Validating, neutralize. Validate, equals neutralize. You'll get your way. You'll get your way more. Think of the big picture here big picture, especially if you want to get laid. You want to get laid, dudes? Sometimes dudes don't realize how easy it is or could be for them, and they overcomplicate it with their lack of, whether it be courtesy, lack of intention, you know? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, the men could be like, boo, you know, my wife isn't intending to do shit. She doesn't feel like it, and she doesn't do it when she doesn't feel like it. Like, I feel your pain, okay? I hear you. I see you. I validate you. We just need to recognize that it goes both ways. It, it does. And both partners can grow resentful, feel rejected, muy mal, no bueno, just it's not good. And I guess people could be like, okay, well, what's the fucking answer? Okay, so maybe you're in the boat of y'all aren't fucking doing it and it's been a while. Only you and your spouse, maybe your therapist and fucking God know the answer, you know? And I guarantee you that you and your spouse, if it's got, you've gone that long, you probably mm, aren't doing amazing in the communication department or there's something that's unspoken. There's an omission, if you will. And you're going to have to have an uncomfortable conversation. And I would go as far to say that if you're the one that's not dying for it, and you're just like, mm, you know, it's okay. Like, I think we're still good. Like we show love in other ways. I'm going to take a whiff, a guess that there's a big chance. There's a large chance. I didn't say a hundred percent, but there's a large chance that your spouse is the one who's fucking dying and or cheating on you. So something to think about. I know that's harsh. Just trying to have your back. 
it happens. And I know that it doesn't happen. And there's good people who are good fucking people and don't step outside of their family and care about the kids and care about the family. And then they're miserable. They're, they're also miserable and unhappy and feel like they're in a rut. And you have choices. Like you can do something to evolve personal growth. There's so many things you can do to evolve. I believe in you. Okay. If you've stuck around this long, thank you. I love you. Okay. For, for the guys. And I guess there's some girls, I don't know, most of the feedback. Okay. All of the feedback, all of the feedback on the, my first erotica was from men. Not surprised, but just a show my love and appreciation. And they were some good download numbers. I'm going to read part two by sun underscore wiza s-u-n underscore w-i-z-a i will put his reddit user handle whatever you want to call it in the description you can check out his work on reddit i think that's all where he posts and i think there could be even like an erotic page he posts on just reddit's where i found him you can find out more information there part two is juicy if you like threesomes anal exhibitionism is that how you say that word then you'll like this if you didn't hear part two part one is episode 45 and you know what i'll just give you a little brief recap for those who need a little refresher there was a man and i will play all three roles who has a girlfriend named sarah and sarah has a friend named casey and they all ended up fucking now he has two girlfriends and his girlfriend was like hey daddy casey likes anal so now you got a girlfriend who likes anal oh so big boy is about to have all of his dreams come true here we go just a disclaimer in sfw this is not safe for work i mean it's erotica it's gonna get anyone turned on quite honestly so if you know you want to put headphones on and fall asleep to this maybe you'll fuck your spouse next to you and they'll be like what's coming over you maybe you can both listen to this together oh that's an idea People are like, shut the fuck up. Read the story. I've got my lotion. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Here we go. <clears throat> Part two. Two girls, one boyfriend. Anal? I felt my cock stir. I looked at Sarah wondering if she could tell how excited I was pretending not to be. Anal was one of her hard limits. I made the mistake of trying to go for a finger when drunk and almost suffered a kick to the face. She held a smile, all while being apprehensive, letting me go and sipping her coffee. Yeah, I like butt stuff, and if you're a good boyfriend, maybe I'll play with your butt too. She squeezed my midsection before bursting into laughter. I must have tensed at the idea of my butt getting attention. She got up and replaced Sarah between my legs, giving me our first kiss. Don't worry, I'll be gentle. This was happening so fast. My brain was caught between logic and arousal. At this point, the coffee was an ill-planned diversion since I couldn't even reach it with Casey occupying my space, allowing me a close-up at her breast that I could now see had some tan lines. Sarah played the aggressor last night, and being that she was in control, feeding herself with arousal and intoxication. Today, it seemed the tables had turned, and in the light of day, Casey was the more sexually aggressive one. How do I not fuck this up? 
I had to be the one in control. I made up my mind and kissed Casey deeply, grabbing her ass and forcing her to moan in my mouth. You want this dick? You gotta wait for coffee. Mm, yes, daddy, she purred, seemingly liking my attempt at control, calling me something Sarah never did. She let me go and rubbed her hand over Sarah's back, who now wore a smile behind her steaming cup. I do not know about anyone else in the world, but a naked woman in my kitchen with the morning sun glowing behind her, holding a cup of coffee, and a smile is primo erotica in my eyes. I relished the view while Casey rested behind her, putting her hands around Sarah's waist, placing her head on her shoulders, looking at me before kissing Sarah's neck. Since daddy needs his coffee, she kissed up her neck and nibbled on her ear. Sarah's focus immediately drifted away from me to the sensation she was feeling. Her legs uncrossed and opened as if Casey was commanding her via telepathy. How about I take you back to bed and I can see what you taste like? One hand slipped between my girlfriend's legs and I watched her eyes flutter to a close as she struggled to keep the coffee cup in her hand while pressure was being added to her clit and lips roaming her neck. I have never fucked a woman before. I'm figuring this out as I go. All I know is I like it and I'm sure you will teach me about every little thing you like. Won't you? I couldn't have been more erect if they replaced my blood vessels with iron. Mm-hmm. Sarah nodded shakily, putting her cup down, opening herself up to her friend, seemingly forgetting the hangover that plagued her minutes ago. Good. Well, Daddy. She looked up at me and spread Sarah's lips with her fingers, exposing my girlfriend's pussy to me as if I had never seen it, somehow wrestling any control I had away from me. I am about to take our girlfriend to have my first real lesbian experience. When you are ready to say fuck coffee, my ass will be waiting. Casey smiled, taking Sarah's hand and guiding her out of the kitchen. Sarah looked back and mouthed, oh my god, with a smile before disappearing down the hallway. I looked at my coffee. I looked at my cock, straining to understand why it was ignored. What the fuck just happened? I was stunned and picked up my cup just out of a need to do something with my hands while my brain caught up. What am I doing? I put my coffee down and sprinted down the hall, coming into the room just in time to see Sarah on her back legs spread with Casey's fingers buried in her. Casey swayed her ass at me, looking back at me. Just in time, daddy. I am about to taste her for the first time. My brain was too slow. I needed to regain control. No, I got on the bed, grabbing her waist and pulling her to the end of the bed. Casey wanted control because she was new to our relationship, but it was still our relationship and she was the addition. Sarah, sweetheart, come help me fuck our new toy's ass. I gripped Casey's waist and pulled her to me, and without hesitation, she smiled into her arch and looked back at me with a sly smile. Yes, daddy. She smiled, scooting towards us, using a title I never got from her. She usually just called me babe. Somehow, I had graduated. I reached out to her while sliding my cock up and down Casey's exposed slit, refusing to penetrate. I kissed Sarah, smiling at her. What did you call her last night? Tell her what she is. I slapped Casey's ass, still meeting Sarah's eyes. 
Casey moaned, attempting to back up on my dick. I moved. She's a slut, Sarah beamed. I slapped her ass again. Tell her what she is, baby. She's a little anal whore, Sarah growled at me, kissing me intensely, grabbing my dick and stroking it, teasing her friend who tried to catch the tip to rock back on it. I am your little anal whore. Daddy, please fuck me. Casey begged in desperation and lust. I slapped her ass as hard as I could, and we both watched my handprint turn red on her ass while she moaned. Fuck, this is so hot. Fuck her, daddy. Sarah whispered to me, stroking my dick a little too hard, proving how turned on she was. I put my hand on hers and slowed her down, looking her in the eye. Put your dick in her. I tried not to think. Whoever was in control of my overly stimulated brain was not to be disturbed. Whatever deep, primal personality that had laid dormant up until this point needed his time in the sun. My Sarah, my sweet Sarah, the woman that was just a few days ago thought being freaky was sucking my dick while playing computer games, kissed me and pushed my dick into her best friend. She held onto the base of my dick while Casey desperately fucked the half she had access to. Her pussy was soaked in feeling how wet she was while feeling the same heat in Sarah's mouth while our tongues danced was a combination I would crave forever. Casey let out statical breaths under us, slapping her hips back, trying to get me deeper, and without warning, Sarah let go just in time for her to take my entire length in one stroke. Oh, fuck. Casey shuddered, pulling back to the tip of my cock, slowly taking it all, wiggling the whole way down my shaft. We both watched her get comfortable and pick up speed again. Sarah took her wet hand, brought it to my chin, turning my face towards her, and licked Casey's wet pussy off her pinky. Fuck her good daddy, she moaned, leaning back on her ass and spreading her legs to play with herself watching us. I focused my attention on Casey, grabbing her waist again and meeting her thrust, causing a forceful slap of her ample ass on my thighs. She let out a guttural moan as I started to pump in and out of her. I slapped her ass, trying not to lose my rhythm, getting into the feeling of a new pussy and trying not to come too early. Casey beat me to it, screaming out and pulling herself away from my cock as she bucked an orgasm. I slapped her ass hard while she came and looked at Sarah, who was rubbing her clit furiously and pulling a nipple, her eyes transfixed on her friend. Casey, in mid-recovery, threw her ass back up. Please fuck my ass. Come in it, daddy, please. She begged, reaching back, spreading her ass, showing her needy hole for only a moment before she filled it with one finger, then two, roughly pushing them in and out. Sarah moved quickly, grabbing my cock, leaning down to spit on it, stroking it again to be the gatekeeper for her friend's pleasure. I moved my hands and let the two women work together to line me up and press my cock against her ass. Up until this point, I had never done this before and didn't know what to expect. I pressed hard while Sarah's I pressed hard while Sarah held on with her eyes trained on Casey's opening. Casey groaned into the mattress while we watched her ass open up slowly and swallow the head of my cock. Sarah spit again, rubbing it into my shaft while Casey controlled the depth in which she penetrated. Sarah relocated behind me, putting one hand on my chest and the other on the base of my cock, massaging my balls with her fingertips and planting kisses on my neck. Come in her ass, daddy, I know you're close. 
she whispered. I nodded in agreement, feeling her tight ass slide closer and closer, taking it all. Fuck, Daddy, yes! Casey forced out from under me, picking up the pace. Fuck me, fuck me, she cried out. I felt the sensation in my balls coming as I thrust in her tight back door. Sarah felt it and moaned in my ear to come. Casey felt me stiffen and screamed. Give me all of it, Daddy! My cock exploded. I couldn't hold myself up, and Sarah acted as my counterbalance, rubbing my balls, forcing them to give up everything I had. Casey was relentlessly thrusting back in full strokes, letting her sphincter grip my sensitive head and push in, causing me to convulse and feel the tinge of pain from overstimulation. I gritted my teeth, pushing my breath out in a deep groan while my two women tried to force me into a heart attack before Casey let me go and fell forward. I fell right on top of her and rolled over trying to catch my breath seeing spots in my vision. The room was filled with nothing but labored breaths to several minutes until Sarah climbed next to me kissing me and whispering in my ear kissing my cheek. I love you. Of course, not to be left out. Casey rolled over and kissed me, whispering in my ear, You fuck me like that again, I'm going to fall in love too. I smiled, sandwiched between the two of them. A wise friend once said, Buck coffee. And they were right. We burst into a fit of giggles and drifted off to sleep once more. The fucking end by Sunwiza. I hope you enjoyed because that was a lot of breath I had to give and also like my editing because I just had to do a whole lot of sound effects and the slaps were actual slaps. So happy birthday to me. See you next week. Bye. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.